0: Welcome to the Catholic Bride's Podcast. My name is Anne, and I would like to welcome you to my show. On this podcast, we will be talking about what it means to be a Catholic bride, how to prepare for marriage, and how to walk with your spouse towards heaven. I'm excited that you're here, and I invite you to grab your favorite drink, settle in, and let's have a heart-to-heart about what it means to be a Catholic bride in today's world. everybody and welcome back to the Catholic Brides podcast. My name is Anne and I am excited to talk to you today about something that is um, really special and has a special place in my heart and I think it can be very very beneficial for all of us as well um, especially just being able to enter into a deeper routine of prayer and deeper understanding of the liturgy. So when I was 18 years old, back in 2012, I entered the convent with the Dominicans, as many of you know, and one of the things that I didn't know that I would need to learn when I entered the convent was something that is actually super critical to the life of all religious and all priests. And I had not been exposed to it at all, and that is praying the liturgy of the hours. So. The liturgy of the hours is a series of prayers, essentially um, a series of reading the psalms and uh, different prayers intermingled with that, to be able to continue the liturgical life. So obviously, the source and summit of our faith is the Eucharist in the Mass, and that is super beautiful and obviously the very most the most important part of our faith, but. I didn't know, especially before I had entered the convent, that there was so much liturgy beyond that that could flow into your daily life. And I wanted to share, Kind of my experience with the liturgy of the hours, and just kind of the beauty behind it, and kind of introduce you to the idea of um, adding in one of these hours hours of prayer. So they're called the liturgy of the hours, but they don't take an hour to pray. They are actually fairly short. Most of them, when we were chanting them out loud in the convent, would take ten to fifteen minutes, depending on which one we were praying, um, but. They are so enriching and so beautiful in the life of the church. So when I was in the convent and for a lot of religious sisters and priests, they actually have um, braveries that are um, a set of books that have all of the prayers in them for the specific day of the the liturgical year and the specific um, feast day readings that might be celebrated. So in the convent, we actually had these books, and it was really complicated when we first started because you had five different ribbons that you would be able to use and mark the different places in your book. So you would be able to strategically place them so that you would know exactly what ribbon was for what section of your book, and you would need all five, and sometimes, depending on the feast day, you would need additional holy cards to mark off different, feast days of different saints. And it was just a really beautiful way to physically do all of the readings and physically just inter- intermix the liturgical life into your daily life and having a routine of prayer. So in the convent, we prayed, um, the, different liturgies of the hours at specific times of the day so for a while we were praying the office of readings so that was the first prayer in the morning and then we also prayed morning prayer So morning prayer was right away in the morning as well. Then there would be daytime prayer. So for the novitiate, especially in the convent, we would gather together at midday. This wasn't required for professed sisters to be present in the mother house while we were doing this because they were off and away doing other things um, because I was in an active order. But for the novitiate, we gathered at noon and we prayed um, a series of prayers and then we prayed daytime prayer. And then at the evening prayer. So right before dinner, we would pray the um, evening prayer together, and then we'd pray night prayer or compline, the very last thing in the day together. So essentially, we were gathering five different times for reading of Psalms and praying these prayers together. And I think the really cool thing about it was that the whole liturgical liturgy of the hours was was something that the whole church prays. So regardless of where you are in the world, the church is requiring of their religious to pray these prayers. So if you are a religious sister, if you are a priest, you, part of your daily life is These prayers, and the church asks you to pray these prayers together as a community as you are able if you are in a religious order, um, and also if you are gathered with other priests as well. Priests like to pray this together um, as well. So this isn't something that I think is very popular with the lay community, but I think as Catholic brides, it's something that we could definitely adapt to our life. So I want to be real with you and say that I don't pray all five um, sections of the book every single day, because that is a lot, a lot of prayers. And um, obviously I'm not a religious sister anymore, I'm married and I work a job, and it is really busy and life is really busy, but I think it is important to be able to slow down and to uh, just set some intentional time to be able to pray at least one of these prayers during the day. Um, whether that's morning prayer right away in the morning, or daytime prayer on your lunch break, or evening prayer around dinner time, or maybe night prayer is the best time for you to be able to enter into this and it's really not a huge kind comp commitment, especially if you are praying by yourself um, and might not be reading it out loud or chanting it out loud. In the convent, we chanted back and forth. So we had two, two sides of our chapel and we would chant back and forth the Psalms so that one side could listen and receive and the other side could speak it out. And it was a really beautiful way to be able to um, express the psalms together and be able to proclaim to the Lord with the psalms. So the way that the Liturgy of the Hours works is that there is for the night prayers, there is one different um, psalm each night. So it repeats every single week. So every Saturday you're going to be praying the same psalm that you, you prayed the last Saturday in general. Um, and generally, it's really easy. And once you've been praying it for a while, you start to memorize those Psalms and it becomes even easier. For the rest of the prayers, there is a four-week rotation. So every four weeks, you'll be praying the same Psalms again. So it's a really just beautiful way to be able to pray the Psalms in a deeper way than before. So I wanted to give you a little bit of a practical way of doing this. So there is an app which I will link in the description of this podcast. Um, but it's called iBravery and it's essentially the four books that I used in the convent But it's in a nice little app and there's also The missal in there and other readings and prayers, which is uh, really helpful if you're looking for any of that But it has the ability to just select the specific prayer that you want So if you want to pray night prayer, um, you just click on the the and <laughs> Click on the night prayer and it'll just pull up the day for you automatically, which is super nice um, because in the convent, like I mentioned, we had all those ribbons to mark our books because each day it was a different page that we would need to flip to. And so being able to keep track of what page we were on with the ribbons was really a lot to learn at first. Once you got used to it, it was a lot easier. Um, and it, there is something beautiful about praying with Um, physical books. And if you feel called to pray with physical books, I encourage you to either buy the bravery set or even just the Christian prayer. Um, It's basically like an abridged version (laughs) that is all in one. That's easier. Um, But just to be able to enter into a deeper meditation and prayer with the Lord. So like I said, there is the bravery app. Um, So it's called iBravery. It's free. You can download it and it automatically pulls up the day that you're on which is really helpful for people to just open it up and makes it really easy and accessible and then you'll have all of the different readings in there so that you can just go ahead and click on one of them and it's really simple so for instance there is um different psalms for each time of day and sometimes there is two to three Um, night prayer usually has one i think there's one day that has two shorter psalms but there is the ability to just prayerfully read through them and prayerfully meditate on them and it's not a super huge time commitment like i said so it is just a beautiful way to be able to enter into a time of prayer with the universal church. Because when we go to mass, we enter into that universal prayer because we know that wherever we go to mass in the world, it's going to be the same mass. So when I was traveling over in Europe a few years ago, so in 2016 for World Youth Day there, we attended mass in multiple different countries and in multiple different languages. But the beauty of it was that Every single Mass that we went to, we understood exactly what what part we were at, what was going on, and we were able to enter into a prayer with the Universal Church that was so beautiful and so fruitful. And the Liturgy of the Hours allows us to continue on that beautiful unity that we get from the Mass So we know that we're all connected through the eucharist and when we go to the table of the lord we are able to be united in that way and it is just a beautiful way to continue that unity throughout our day so even if you can only pray one section of the prayers each day that is totally fine and i encourage you to do it and to try it out because it will enhance your prayer life and will allow you to enter um, even deeper in the Lord and praying the Psalms on a regular basis, which if you've never prayed the Psalms before, um, it can help you to experience the Lord in a different way. And I think it's really cool because we know that no matter where you are, even if if you're in a different country, you can still experience the same Psalms because it's the universal prayer of the church and the universal um way to be able to just enter into the liturgy even deeper. So I think it is really beneficial for you guys and I encourage you to do it and try it. And I know that it can be hard and life can be busy. I think the other beautiful thing about this is that it doesn't have to be done at a specific time. So yes there are different prayers that are prayed throughout the day but it doesn't have to be done at specifically five (laughs) o'clock. Evening prayer can be anywhere from five or even four to like seven. It doesn't really matter. Um, what matters is that we are being intentional about it. We're spending that time with the Lord and we're being able to grow in that prayer as well. Um, so, I encourage you to just try this if you haven't, and um, sometimes if you ha- are married, to try it with your spouse as well, because it's another way that we can enter into our faith on a deeper level, enrich enrich our life with the Lord, and just be present to God and to one another in a deeper way, um, because I don't know about you, but... One of the my favorite things about the Catholic Church is the universality that we have and the ability to feel so connected because we know that no matter where we are, people are doing the same prayers. They're saying the same prayers. We're connecting and uniting our voices up to the Lord, and it's just a beautiful reminder to just be present with Him and just to love Him through the prayers that the Church gives us. So I wanted to share this with you because I don't know that a lot of people know about it and um, it's just really a beautiful practice to get into and so easy as well because you can spend obviously a lot of time meditating on the Psalms or just reading them out loud and uh, practicing it that way can be a beautiful way as well to um, just infuse scripture into your life even more because I think that's another big thing that we lack as Catholics as a whole. Obviously a lot of Catholics do have a lot of scripture um, but just finding more ways to infuse scripture into our life is I think is a beautiful practice as well. So that's all I really have for you. I encourage you to download the iBrievery app if you have never downloaded it before and to experience this for yourself because I think there's a lot of beauty and a lot of goodness that can come from it. So that's all I have. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. God bless you, and I will see you again in the next episode. You have been listening to the Catholic Brides podcast. If you enjoyed this content, I invite you to subscribe to the podcast. If you would like to get in touch with me, I invite you to either message me on Instagram or send me an email at catholicbrides at gmail.com. I look forward to having you join me again, and I look forward to connecting with you in the future. Thank you so much, and have a wonderful and blessed day.